podcast. podcast. Do do Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, that's a What's your favorite scary movie? Oh no, I am afraid that I'm gonna get stabbed now. I'm outside. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite scary movie? I was just talking about this scene earlier today, believe it or not, because I was talking about how I don't really like to watch scary movies, Uh and um. That was the that scene was the example I gave of why because I get sad and upset like that was like such a horrifying scene to me that I cried like when he's like murdering Drew Barrymore and she's like got the phone he's like dragging her and she's like mom dad like it's fucking awful. Uh yeah, it's pretty gruesome and also it's disturbing because you don't think Drew Mar- Barrymore is gonna die because she's too famous. True. True. Yeah. That was the whole. That was the whole point of that opening scene was like to trick people who are into slasher movies. You're like, oh, well, the most famous famous person in a slasher movie is not going to get killed. Like, see, that joke went completely over my head because I'm not into those movies. And actually, the movie would have been less disturbing for you if you watched slasher movies a lot because then you would have like been like uh, just appreciating how meta Scream is because that's really the whole point of it. It's like postmodern meta actually gus and i were watching scream four last night there's um, four yeah yeah there's four there's a lot of them uh anyway great opening because it's halloween happy halloween as of the taping of this episode it's halloween happy i'm dressed as a witch tonight as rick no not rick from uh walking dead i'm assuming you're sure. referencing no rick and morty uh oh of course you would reference rick and morty uh no why do you I, say that Carl? because you, you would because you don't like horror so you would be referencing a comedy um, cartoon genre, yeah. instead of a horror genre um and i actually speaking of walking dead so we actually had trick-or-treaters a lot of them tonight at our house i was i was ill prepared and you know how like let's like get a good recording of you eating candy right now get get up Uh, in there what are you eating it's skittles it's skittles by skittles starburst fave reds which i feel like i've mentioned before fave Uh reds it's all red and pink Oh, yeah. And then, well, I, of course, I already ate all the peanut butter cups. They're gone. I had two and for lunch. And I had some M&M's. I know, I saw your tweet. I saw your twat. Well, it was a good mm-hmm. thing I ate them for lunch because I'm out of candy. Well, that's great. I think that's great. Uh, I'm a, a little lot of upset kids about are gonna it. Be getting, um, a lot of kids are going to be getting razors in their chocolate bars tonight, I guess, from Beth. 
No. No. Uh, one little girl asked me if I was a bad witch or a scary witch. And I said, I'm just a scary witch. And she walked away and she was like, she's lying. She's a bad witch. Well, she can see and deep into your soul. <laughs> she did. She looked deep into my soul. Another little girl was dressed as the ring, the ghost from the ring. And her mom was like, because we have a stoop, her mom was like, crawl up the steps. And she totally crawled up the steps at me. It was terrifying. Yeah, it was, and it was so good. And the worst part was, I mean, I was out of candy at that point. I couldn't even give her anything. You couldn't even, like, give her a treat like a dog? No, I mean, she yeah, gave me a trick. That's how you're, that's what you're doing. My whole you're year is going to be. her. My whole year is going to be yeah. fucked because of that. By the way, the karma is going to be real bad. Uh, because of what? Because I this I had this wonderful trick happen to me on Halloween night. That ring goes no, coming at me, treat. and I didn't give him a treat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, really well, bad news. One of the reasons you. I ran out of candy so early too, though, was early on the night. These three girls, and they were older too. They were definitely. I mean, they were probably preteen early teen you know like 12 to like 14 yeah they they cleaned me out they took like huge <laughs> huge handfuls and i was kind of giving them shit for it but at the same time i was like i don't know how many trick-or-treaters are coming through i mean this is my first time doing this and i was kind of like oh whatever if they want to be assholes it's fine but now that I, I know, like, our street's actually really popular. So now I know. I'm not going to let that kind of riffraff go on next year if I'm going to last the night. Huh. Uh, it, it, was, uh, it was pretty disappointing. I had to have Gus go out and get more candy. Um, wow, that was nice of you. What, to make Gus go out and get more candy? Yeah, fuck Gus, but I mean, <laughs> it was nice to give out more candy. Um... So, in, in the spirit of Halloween, by the way, you're listening to Two Hoes from Delco with Beth Heinley and Maureen Cummings. And today's episode is Halloween-themed because it's Halloween. And also, it's going to be a quickie because the other thing, I have to do a performance, like, after this for my Patreons. Uh, BT Dubs, that's my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Beth Heinley, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y, no space, all lowercase. If you want to become a Patreon member today, it's $5 a month, or you can do a dollar a month for all access. $5 a month gets you zines in the mail and art in the mail and stuff like that. I also sew cat costumes for people as well. If you have a cat and you want some cat costumes and you're on my Patreon, you're going to get a cat costume. In any case, uh, I'm doing a performance for them and I haven't set up Two Hoes from Delco's Patreon yet, which is what I, I promised I would have at the last episode and I haven't done it yet. So I just want to say... She's a promise breaker. That's my first apology of today's podcast. Um, and so... I, our, have a, I have an apology. I have a big apology. Oh, You shit. know what? I just remembered this, Beth. What? I just remembered that I did something. What? In our teenage years when we were, um... Wait, wait, wait. Trick-or-treating. Do you remember when we went Hold to on. Holly's house to trick-or-treat? Hold on. I don't, and I'm so excited, but I have to say... 
um, real quick because uh, we want our podcast to be structured because that's how you keep people listening. So I just want to break down the structure because Maureen's about to go into an apology. So uh, we do the apology section where where people tweet at us and, and ask us to apologize for things. If you want to tweet at us and ask us to apologize for something we said in the podcast, you just tweet at Beth Heinley, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y, all lowercase, no space. And you tweet at MoCom99, right? At MoCom99? That's right. Okay, so and at MoCom99, it's capital M, lowercase o, capital C, lowercase U-M-M? Is it two M's? No, just one. Just one M and 99. That's right. That's when we graduated high school. So... Uh, you just tweeted us, and we'll apologize for uh, whatever we did to upset you while you were listening to this podcast, because we are sure that we're here, we, we, we're not here to upset people. We don't want to upset people. It's just the fact that we're two beautiful, thin, white women. Uh, it's just inevitable that we will upset people. We're also cishets as well. So uh, tweet at us, and we'll apologize. And then the second part of the podcast, we do a recap. And the recap is from the previous episode. The previous episode of today's episode is called Clowns, where Maureen and I discussed clowns for about an hour and a half. We had a special guest clown, uh, Clappy the Clown, come on, Clappy the Clown stripper. And he told us about his favorite clowns and what it's like being a clown stripper. So tune into that episode, uh, especially if you're interested in understanding anything we're talking about in the recap section of this episode. Then we get into an interview. We have no interview today because it was Maureen's turn to do it and she did not do it, which is something I think also she should apologize for when we get into the apology section, which I think we should start that now. So, oh, the topic of today's podcast, which I hadn't even talked about. Obviously, it's Halloween themed because it's fucking Halloween. Pumpkinhead. We're talking about Pumpkinhead. He is a character that Maureen and I made up in high school. You might be saying, fuck you, Beth. That's not true. Pumpkinhead existed way before 1997. Mm-hmm. And I just not wanna, this pumpkin head. Not this pumpkin head. We're gonna talk about pumpkin head and break them down for you. He's a Whoa. That creek and that creek was I know, so that good. Was a good Halloween sound, right? Yeah. I was just getting some water. I don't think the water pouring sound is going to be as as appropriate. Can you as do the, today, But that was a great sound. Yeah, give me a second. I, okay. I'm just just refilling uh, my non scary uh, Brita, but this part is going to be scary. Ready? Yeah. Oh my! Oh my fucking god! That was terrifying. Oh my god. We have a creaky door in our house and I whenever I open it and it creaks, I creak over it and I yell insults at Gus. Like I go, like I open the door and while it's creaking I go, Gus is an asshole. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> or like Gus sucks dick. I actually haven't done the Gus sucks dick yet. I just pulled that out of my ass. 
And it, I should apologize because isn't that homophobic being like telling Gus that he sucks dick? But I don't like sucking dick. So it's in your speech. I say suck dick as an insult because I don't like sucking dick. It sucks. And so I think uh, it's great to make other people suck dick. So, um, all right, Marie, get into, let's do the apology. All right. So it kind of, it, it is. Right. But I don't remember this. Cause I'm not apologizing Gus just for asked me. I have nothing to apologize for. Gus actually just asked me, he goes, did you trick or treat in high school? Cause we had a bunch of high school schoolers out tonight. And I was All like, right, listen, I don't think we did. Okay. Go. Oh, oh, okay. So, um, I, I, I feel like you, I feel like you and Eileen and me and Holly went trick or treating in Holly's neighborhood. And I, I could be, it, maybe it was like Kim. I don't know. Maybe you weren't there for some reason, but I thought like all For location, of us, it, the, Holly's when, neighborhood is Overbrook. The nice part. Yeah. Yes. The nice part of Overbrook. So it's like big houses and we knew that we would get like big candy bars in that neighborhood. So yeah. the reason I have to talk about this is because, and I'm not apologizing for any of it, um, oh, okay. except for my, I am apologizing for my ignorance. I don't want to say I'm not, I'm just not apologizing for anything I said in the previous episode. However, okay. what I'm about to say, um, it, Technically, it's the first so, time you're you're apologizing, so it must be. Well, bad. I don't know that I'm apologizing. I'm not okay. apologizing for the show. I'm just I am giving a an example, an embarrassing example that like um, I don't want to talk about, and it makes me uncomfortable because it shows what like an ignorant little cunt I am, mm-hmm. and like how I grew up. Yeah. Like not that my my like my parents always like were very inclusive and instilled like the values in me to include all people. Like I think it's weird when people are racist, but I grew up in a white neighborhood and I went to a white school Uh and we were middle class and I grew up in a certain way. I think we were lower middle class technically. I think we're lower, but yeah, we're, yeah. Um, but so when we went trick or treating, Mm -hmm. um, now, I, I have to talk about this because in the last episode, we talked about blackface. And then the whole thing happened since the last episode. With to specify, we talked about from, how wrong it is and it's right. fucked up. Yes, wrong Which is, is fucked obvious. up. Which it is obvious. It's 2018. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So the whole Megyn Kelly thing happened. And then um, I was just What's the Megyn Kelly thing? about Halloween. She's, um, she was on Fox News and she, like defended really hard defended the idea like it wasn't like she was just like oh it's some people dress up like she was like yeah like I think it's okay to dress up in blackface as long as you're respecting like as long as it's respectful Mm. and then I guess somebody else at the table was like whoa like blackface is definitely never okay but like the way that Megan Kelly just kept insisting and defending it yeah I think like that was the part that was like for me the the most like insulting because she was like no there's nothing wrong with doing it when like people are telling her they clearly feel like there's something wrong with doing it yeah. and she's not black so yeah. how would she know if there's something wrong with doing it well i mean so it's, right yeah you shared so, this on kept, my timeline like, going on yeah. and on like she wasn't like oh sorry that offends you yeah. maybe in the future i won't do it like yeah. she defended it and she's obviously ig- about it. ignorant obviously, but I have to say too, and I'm not defending her in any way. I'm saying this person is ignorant and does not actually know anything about costuming and 
cosplay at all. But this is also a recent-ish issue in the cosplay community as well because there was a cosplayer from Brazil. This was just a couple years ago, and I forget her name. But she cosplayed as a black character from a video game. And uh, she looked exactly like the character in the end. And it was obviously like a tribute to that character. It wasn't meant to be comical in any sort of way. But it was extremely offensive because she blacked her face. So she did blackface. And her defense was the fact that she's Brazilian meant that she was already sort of dark. And weird. Yeah, it was it was really weird, and also she didn't understand. I feel like the same argument that this what's her name Kellyanne what the Megan Kelly Megan Kelly like the most white fucking white woman name ever. And actually, so I'm I'm making fun of her being a white woman, but white women should be made fun of. Everybody should be made. Everyone should, but I actually think white women deserve it the most. That's all people Whatever. Matter come, to get made fun come of. fucking make fun of my white fucking pretty white lady face. Cause like we are walk around like I walk around the street, it's like assume that I'm wealthy and getting fucked and all this kind of shit just because I'm a white lady. And and I just think like, yeah, like we should get shit because of that type of privilege, you know? That was really yeah, everything I just said was really fucked up and I need to apologize for it. Anyway, I just want to say that this woman said this and like, but bottom line, what it comes down to, like, because also another um, uh, Tumblr I follow is uh, called, it's called Cosplaying While Black. And because I go to comic cons and stuff like that. And uh, I have to say like the most passionate people, like a dominant part of the people who cosplay and who are really passionate passionate about it are black people. And the thing is, most characters are fucking white because, you know, of our fucked up culture. But, like, in any yeah. case, so if you want to, like, dress as someone you admire, like, it's, some, it's, like, a lot of the time it's a white person. But, like, you don't yeah. see black people painting their faces white. Like, when you see, like, a cosplaying while black, like, they're admiring these characters, but they're still a black woman or a black man or right. a black transgender person or a black non-binary right. person, non-binary person. It's not, like, um, you don't have to face paint your face to be the color of the skin of a character that you admire. And where it's really fucked up, and everyone said with this Brazilian cosplayer, was, like, you can't wear, you can't, like, wear blackness as a costume because you know of how many people like it's because it's oppressive being black it like every day because you're judged by the color of your skin so when somebody wears it as a costume it's like extremely insulting because they can't take off their skin at the end of the day you know and like you can and that's a privilege because of our fucked up white supremacist society so i mean yeah i mean that's sorry i went off all people should, matter to get made fun of, though. I just, I just have to say that. Yeah, all people um, so should get made fun of. So. I, can I finish? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. formulation here, of which I just realized when we just got on the fucking phone, putting what? all this together, talking about Black News last time, and then the Megyn Kelly thing happened, yeah. and um, she was defending the idea that it was okay to black and freeze for Halloween, and then I was just sitting here, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. When I was a sophomore in high school, I put on blackface on Halloween and went trick-or-treating like in the nice part of Overbrook 
because like all right here's the costume i wasn't what? supposed to be a black person like i just started putting on like makeup like black black makeup like and and it didn't like work out so i just like kept making my face blacker and blacker and then i had like a, this is awful I, all right so this is in 1997 okay? i totally don't so, remember this oh my you might not have been there um, I don't know. Like, I don't really know. But, like, so I – then I put glitter all over the black. And then I put on a hoodie, and, like, I was supposed to be, like, this ghost with, like, no head or something. And I was like, this is fine. Like, whatever. I didn't feel like taking off the makeup. Okay. I went trick-or-treating with blackface and a fucking hoodie on. See, hold up. I got to tell you, I don't think you did blackface. That's not, you were trying to like have your head disappear into a hoodie and you had glitter on your face and that was your idea of like being a ghost, like disappearing. It doesn't matter. The point is that to other people, no, it looks like it. And it's not, it's my job to be aware of that. I think, yes. And, um, yeah. What did they say? What other people? Well, listen, I'm going to finish the story. So we go trick or treating and the reason we're in Overbrook is because it like, it's that part of Overbrook is, like, pretty affluent. So we were like, we'll get some candy in this neighborhood. Yeah. Um, it was more, much more affluent than I grew up in. Uh-huh. So um, this family, this one family opens the door, and it's a black family. Like, to me, whatever, black people, it's not, like, weird to me. Yeah. And, like, he's just, like, looking at me totally weird. And he was, like, so nice to us and everything. But, like, the whole time, he's, like, really, really looking at me, like, the dad, you know? Uh-huh. And he was, like, a re- like, and he was, like, seriously, it was, like, it was just, like, a, like he was just, like, a normal, like, how do I describe him? Like, normal guy just probably got him from work or something in that big, nice house in, in Overbrook. Yeah. And he's black. And um, giving out, like, huge, full Hershey bars, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> and Damn. That's he's, nice. like, talking to us, and he was, like, very nice to us, but he kept, like, really, really looking, like, at me, and, like, he was, like, oh, yeah, like, so, like, um, well, how old are you guys? And, like, we're sophomores in high school. He's, like, sophomores, and he just looks at me, and he's, like, the wise fool. <gasps> he's, like, happy Halloween, that is, girls. Like, that is what a sophomore is. I know. That's the definition. And that's when I, and, like, we all were so stupid. Like, we were, like... What? What did he mean by that? Like that was so weird. Was he being weird? Like seriously? Like we didn't understand that we just like okay. went up to a person's house. Yeah. In 1997, mm-hmm. in blackface and a hoodie. Marie, oh, I don't they- think you, you were. I don't agree with you. I don't think you were doing blackface. You weren't being a black person. You were mm-hmm. face painting your face. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like I think it's what other people see that's well, important, and if another person perceives it to be that. That's a very incendiary thing to do, and I'm lucky I didn't get hurt, I guess, is my point. But you had, like, glitter on your face, too? like Yeah, but it still was, like, pretty... I mean, it was, like, my face was black. Like, it, it, it looked like black face. Well, I have to say, I did a cosplay once uh, that was a public performance under the L, where there was a black wall that I was trying to melt into, and yeah. what I did was I just hung out in that wall. And it was in a tight, like, hallway under the L, like a tunnel. And the whole point was for people to be, like, walking in the tunnel and either, like, completely not notice me or, like, see me and, like, freak out. And everyone who saw me, like, did actually freak out. It was, like, really funny. Um, And, uh, you know, and so I was there. I had, like, 
gloves on my hands that were black and I was wearing a black hoodie and black sweatpants and I painted my face black because I was blending into the wall and I had a and I had a hoodie on and also my eyes were closed or whatever and black hoodie yeah everything was completely black everything was completely black I feel like that in the context, which it would have been, it would have been fine. I showed up at people's houses uh-huh. in, with my face painted black in a gray hoodie, pulled up, and like jeans. Yeah, I guess that does seem really That's weird. super fucked up. Yeah, actually. well, I also just like, look, yeah, you're ignorant and weren't thinking when you did your costume, which is what a lot of people do on Halloween, is like not really think about it and like last minute do a costume. But at the same time, like you messed up. I don't think that you were literally doing... You weren't even thinking of that. And then all of a sudden you realized it because a black man was like, what the fuck, like, looking at you. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't go out there to be a... You weren't like, I'm being a black person. No. But realizing, looking back, I'm pretty lucky that I probably... That nothing happened from either you know what I mean like black people seeing me or white people seeing me dressed like that well I have to say Um, when I did my performance uh like everyone loved it and thought it was funny nobody well that was because you weren't showing up at their house with your face like that and for an unknown reason yeah I was up I was obviously camouflaging myself to a wall but I had two polished black I thought about that though when I did that cosplay I was like I really hope because I'm just trying to have fun and blend into this wall and I really hope nobody like yeah. takes, this, takes it this way because that would fucking piss me off it is it's very tricky um I was at a Halloween party and someone went like also my friend Jake actually wrote me Halloween week and was like he wanted to be a um a woman for Halloween that's yeah, another hot button issue. Yeah, and he was actually, like, he also wanted to, like, really be a woman and, like, really, he was t- going to take it seriously, like, and and wasn't doing it to be funny. Like, he was, He was like, getting his penis turned into a vagina? What are you talking about? Like, no, he, he wanted to he be, wanted like, to really he be wanted woman. to do himself up like a hot woman, like, in drag. But I don't think he was going to do drag. Like, I think he was going to be, like, a hot woman. Like, that's what he, he was trying to be the most attractive woman he could be. But yeah. I was, like, uh, oh, did you just hang up on me? You did, you bitch. You fucking hoe. You fucking hoe. Sorry. Fuck, I had to walk the dog before he pissed on the floor, and then I, I just hung up on you. Uh, and in any case, like, and actually, like, everything I just said was, like, fucked up, and, but when I was talking to Jake about it, because he wanted to borrow one of my wigs, I have a ton of wigs, and I was, like, I told him, I said, you really want to do this, like, right after Donald Trump, like, is obviously attacking transgender people by trying to, like, change the title, what is it, title 11, or is it title 6? I don't know, the title that protects gender identity for government funded um institutions like schools and stuff like that and that the obama administration like had done a lot to make um accessible to transgender and non-binary people uh and and basically the gist of it is like having non-binary bathrooms available in public spaces and shit like that and or 
all sorts of programs and stuff that are government funded that are supposed to help um, in civil rights for persons who are transgender or non-binary because they obviously need, um, you know, a special attention. And I was like, you really want to do this now? Like, and he was like, what? I don't get it. And, I, and again, the same argument that I would say to anyone who is like, what? I really admire this black person. I want to be this black person. I was like, yeah. you can be that black person. Okay. For Halloween. Yeah. But you can't but paint your face. You can't paint your fucking face because that's a, that like you get, you get to take that off at the end of the day. And it's the same yeah. thing. I think like, like Jake, like genuinely, like wanted to feel sexy and be a woman and I think like wanted to do that but at the same time I was like that would be a costume for you and someone who's transgender like can't take that costume off that's very true but like ultimately it's just fucking tacky because like you can't just like not be a woman you can't just be something else because somebody like a woman said to you that's offensive like and I'm a woman and I know like you know what I mean you can't tell like someone what's not offensive to them Oh, you like, should say, you're saying I'm tacky for telling him not no, to do it? No, oh. I'm saying it would be tacky for him to dress up like that, yeah. especially given the current political environment. Like, yeah. he can't just pick something else to be. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like, he no, can't dress up like something else that's he, not the thing that's is, like going to offend people. And this is the thing that you and I deal with, because we're cis heterosexual people, and we're white, and the same thing with, like, cis het white males is that it's not that he was intentionally even thinking of any of the shit it's just that your privilege just like you don't even think about it like you don't, you don't know. know you have you don't know why would you know it's yeah. not your life exactly you're not treated like that thank god and and also it's important to mention that it's also not the transgender community's job to teach him that or anyone like we all need to to keep in touch like i think through social media or through, like, just reading, like, just fucking, like, looking at articles and also thinking about how Donald Trump, like, just did this huge move against transgender people in that week that, you know, we should be sensitive of that shit and not whatever. But I, I just... Some high but, so I told Jake this and then I shared some articles with him as well and he was like, oh, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I'm not going to do that. And he didn't dress as that for Halloween. So it was literally as simple as that. Like Giving a shit about other people yeah. instead of turning around and just being like, fuck you, I'm going to do it. Like, why do you have to no, be like, he, fuck you, I'm going to do it anyway. It doesn't matter. No, like, he's a nice person and... <laughs> is not going to do that. And actually part of me was kind of like, I probably shouldn't have like said his name. He might be like upset that I even talked about his his Halloween costume plans on here, but I don't think he listens to this podcast, but in any case, yeah, I mean, he'll never know. Um, but I, but he, like his intention was not to hurt anyone's feelings and it wasn't even that at all. And, uh, and when I talked to him about it and shared some articles with him, he was like, I'm not doing that. That I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So, yeah, but um, I personally and the other thing I told him, I said, hey, I deal with this a lot because I cross play a lot. Like I I dress as men a lot of times because a lot of the characters when I'm cosplaying and going to cons or I, I do cosplay just like to take pictures and like post online or just to make a costume, like not even for an event or anything like that. And uh, most of the characters I'm into playing are men. 
And I, I cross play all the time. And part of me, I think about that all the time that I'm like, oh, well, I'm wearing this like costume. I'm being this man. And there's a lot of transgender men who like, it's not a costume for them. Like, you know, it's every day. And also like with crossplay, a lot of the times I think a lot of people who are transgender who end up coming out as transgender probably started out a lot like the way that I'm going to cons dressing as men. Yeah, like, you know? sure. And so I feel like very, it's very tricky. I feel, I do feel kind of awkward about it at the same time. What I end up at the end of the day, I am dressing as fictional characters, and I'm also dressing that is in praise of those characters, that is in admir admiration. It's not a joke to me, and I take it very seriously. And so, in those sort of ways, um, I think it's okay. But I'm still, I'm actually still kind of on the fence with it. I'm not sure. Like, if a transgender person were to tell me that they were offended by it, uh, I, yeah, that's what I was just gonna say, yeah. I would I would listen and have a discussion with them and talk about it. Um, yeah. I, as far as I know, it's so common. Like, it's so common for women, especially female identifying. It's so weird to say that. But uh, it's so common for to cross-play that I think it's okay. Like, just because so many cosplayers do it. So, I don't, I don't know. I think um, I don't care what people do most of the time. I just get upset when people, like, insist on, like, pressing buttons and being an asshole and are purposely, like, oh, yeah. vengeful in their speech. That yeah. I don't like that. But um, it's not up to me whether, so, like, someone cross please or not. Well, uh, you were also saying when we were tweeting, you, you tweeted at me uh, that cross-dressing was, like, the staple of British comedy. And that was yeah, another sure. thing. Jake told me that, too. He was like, oh, what about Monty Python? And I was like... Different time. Different time. And also, different time and weren't a lot of that... Well, that doesn't make it okay, either, that they were gay. But I also think about this in... Because in the queer, like, section, like, if you're queer, it's, like, kind of... You kind of have more of a privilege to do that, or it's, like not privilege. I don't think that's the right word. I don't know. You get a pass more so. I don't know. I, I, well, I think that if you're not, uh, the thing is, is, are you doing it to be, because you feel it. The title of this podcast is officially, what you want to be, or are you yeah. doing it because you're making fun of somebody? The title of this podcast officially is trick or treat, by the way. <laughs> Because seriously, it's a comedy podcast. Um, well, then there's Kids in the Hall. You and I both love yep. Kids in the Hall. Yep. Like I actually like one comedy idea I wanted to do for you and I, but it was uh, the only other funny woman I know is you, and uh, so it, I never really like ambitiously sought it out. I should though, but I wanted to do a Kids in the Hall um, skit comedy troupe, but have it be all women who crossplay as men. Like, I thought, like, that would be, like, really fucking funny to, like, make it fun would be of funny. kids of kids in the hall. And um, because, I mean, I love that part of kids in the hall, how they would cross-dress. But also Me what too. I liked about it was that their cross-dressing was convincing. Like, I didn't. Yeah. Like, when they were cross-dressing, like, they were, I thought they were, like, really expressing the feminine side of themselves. 
I feel the same way. And I, that's what I was trying to say, I guess. Are you doing it in a way that's, like, empathetic and you're, like, wanting to feel what this feels like and, yeah. and explore it? Or are, are you being a fucking asshole? Right. That's, and, like, it's like that. We're like, is it okay? Is it not okay? Like, um, it depends on your intentions. And you know what your fucking intentions are. And so, the like, other thing, too. if you have to argue them that goddamn hard, maybe there's something wrong. Kids in the Hall you know? is a queer show. That's it another thing. Show. Yeah. The, I mean, that's another important thing to mention. It's a, it is a queer show. Yeah. So that was another thing that made me feel like it's like, okay. But, uh, yeah. So. I don't know. It's not for me to decide whether it's okay. So. Yeah, you're right. Actually, it's not uh, for us as cis, cishet white women. It's not, it's not for us to say. No. I'm actually dressed as an old witch tonight. And I was kind of like, um, there How's was that a, different than any other night, Beth? Exactly, right? That's where I kind of <laughs> thought I had permission. And, <laughs> but I uh, painted one of my teeth out because that's like the um, iconic witch costume is to have like a missing tooth. And uh-huh. this guy was walking down the street and he was like laughing. And he was like, I love your costume. We're all laughing together. And I w- he had missing teeth. And here I am. Oh my God. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't Whoa, say anything. Yeah, he didn't say anything. But at the same time, I was kind of like, that fucking sucks. Like, mm-hmm. because, yeah. like, I'm wearing this as, like, a fucking costume and he really has missing teeth. But whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't been to the dentist in, like, 18 fucking years or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, me neither. A long, a long ass time. So I'm really going to be, don't worry, I'm going to be missing some teeth soon. Um, anyway, let's get into more apologies, uh, offensive costumes. We, that's like a really great, um, lead in. Now we only have like 15 minutes left of the podcast. So, uh, uh, oh, okay. So there was a point where Gus farted in the background, uh, in the last episode. Oh, I just wanted to apologize for Gus farting in the background. Whatever. Mm. Um, uh, oh, somebody wrote me and they said that I should apologize for uh, apologizing. I apologized in the beginning of the last podcast with the clown episode for saying that I was uh, sorry for looking up things while I was podcasting. And then right following up from that, I was looking up things while podcasting. So Yeah. Why are we reliving that? Well, I'm just saying that I'm sorry because you know what, when you apologize for something and then you do the thing wrong again, like immediately Yeah, you're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. So why are we doing it again by talking about it? That's a low moment for you, you fucking hypocrite. I I mean someone wrote me, I feel like I have to uh, I have to just like, you know, I have to apologize for it, you know, and that I want to say that I sincerely am sorry that I look up things while we're recording the podcast. And then I'm sincerely, I sincerely am sorry that after apologizing for that, I then immediately go and look up things while we're podcasting. Because what it says is, is that, you know what? Your apology wasn't true. Exactly. You're not sorry. Exactly. So, uh, I'm sorry about that. Okay, onwards, I wanted to say... All right, we'll see how you got going forward. 
I got a tweet from some, uh, a, you know, um, at Gritty42069 on, <laughs> on Twitter, uh, tweeted at me, and they said they were really upset that we assumed Gritty's gender. They, oh. they said they're a huge Gritty fan. And That's a they, great point. And they don't, uh, they don't appreciate that we were saying that Gritty was a he. A he him, because I mean that is quite an assumption. You're you're absolutely right. There's no we don't know what gritty is. I mean, no. a lot of people call that furry thing a beard, uh-huh. uh, a Delco beard specifically. People have called it, but uh-huh. you know, uh, it's not right of me to assume his gender. Or damn it, I just did it again. This is another a uh, big cis het prom- problem. Is that we in a, a cis het world, we automatically assume that it's it's binary. It's he she. We don't yeah, even. Yeah, it's usually he. It's if usually you're, and it's, when you're talking. Exactly, and then it's usually he unless you're talking about cats. If you're talking mm-hmm. about cats, it's she. But mm-hmm. but it's usually he, and then talking about cats, it's she, and then we don't even understand they them. It's like not in our vocabulary because we. A privileged mm-hmm. fucking cis fucking pieces of shit. Because they in school instilled in us that you don't write that. This is not how we were taught to write. You never said they. That was plural. You said he slash she. Yeah. That's the thing, That's actually. It's like stuck in my fucking brain. Like, if there is like a synapse connection that no matter how much beer I drink, just won't kill it. And it's like, they is not a single, like you can't, it's a plural um, pronoun. So, uh, but because of uh, my assumption that they is a plural plural pronoun, it's, I, I just assume genders on people left and right and it's fucked up. But I want to say right here and now that Gritty is a John Okay. Oh, yeah. I almost said the he again. They are a John. They are a John. That's awesome. They're a they, them, John. Gritty. Mm. Gritty is they, them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Um, I mean, I'm glad that we know now for sure. Uh, someone wrote me on Twitter and said, oh, this is joke Patco 69 again. Got at me. And uh, he, I know Joe Paco is a he, and he said that uh, I should apologize to you, Maureen, for subjecting you to the clown episode, because it's very clear that clowns freak you out, and also, they, not only, they gross you out, like you're literally, well, it's traumatizing to you, both in a sexual way, in every way, and then I just put all that on you, like I didn't care, like it was a joke to me, and so I wanted to apologize for doing that to you, for you want to apologize for doing that to me? What Joe Patco sixty nine doesn't know, seems uh-huh. is that the pattern of our our work together uh-huh. involves you putting me in situations that like give me like a visceral reaction. <laughs> you do it all the time. Uh-huh. You love to surprise me and gross me out and. All that stuff, and you know what? Like, I like it. I like to be surprised. Oh, well, I don't care. Oh, oh, Bring it on. It's fun. Like, oh. 
we did a cosplay. We broke into a like a school lot, and I was like super uncomfortable with it. And Beth didn't tell me. She didn't tell me what that Nobody, we were going to break into n- private property. No one so told. We had to, like, no we one knows we were talking about. Dressed up in costumes, like we had a guy with a camera with us. So we're My like jumping Patrick. over this fence into this. So I was like, Beth, no. And she's like, you got to do it now. Like I'm like, okay, I guess I do. Like. It was fine to trash trespass. It was a public school. Well, now everybody knows. I hope the statute of limitations is up. It was a public school. I don't know if that matters. Uh, I just feel like, again, I just want to say with, I flaunt my privilege as a white woman as often as I can. And I was like, if they see us like breaking in there, it's going to be fine for a second. I've never been arrested in my entire life, and I have done a lot that I probably should have been arrested. There you go, trespassing. And they were like, don't worry, she goes to school there. <laughs> yeah, it was for a Heather's photo shoot. That's what we uh-huh. were. Um, to be honest, Maureen, I didn't do it on purpose. We just got there, and it said no trespassing, and then I said, well, fuck that, and jumped over the fence. <laughs> I wasn't planning on torturing you. I just was like, oh, I didn't know it was no trespassing. It looks like we're going to have to jump over the fence. Uh, that actually, there was another time I did this to my, I had an intern with me this time. And uh, we got locked in the cemetery because the cemetery like closed at like four. That's and, so scary. And she was with me. Uh, did you turn into ghosts? No, we just had to jump over the fence. And, uh, and I kind of felt bad. I was just like, oh, it closed at four. I didn't know they would lock the gate though. And I was like, looks like we got to climb over the fence. And they uh, don't want a soul to escape. Well, so then I took a picture of her hopping over the fence. Like, and I was like laughing, like, "Ah, this is so great. Jumping out of a graveyard. And I posted it on Instagram and, and I like geotagged it to the graveyard. And then the people who like run the graveyard commented, they it's were like, hilarious. yeah, they were like, <laughs> next time you can just like, we're still here. You could knock up. We would have like, we would have unlocked That's the gate. So break. funny. Like, I love it. They weren't even like, um, they stayed off our property. <laughs> no, because honestly it was like not even that much past four. And I actually, and this Ow. is a. Very common with graveyards, by the way, in case you're interested in visiting them often. Uh, they always close at, like, 4. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go to a graveyard? First off, most people want to go to a graveyard when they get off work. Okay? After work, yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You close at 4? No well, one I mean, go. you have to give, like, an hour or two buffer for the undead. Whatever is bullshit. Okay, so uh, back. Okay, into recaps, and then we'll go over these real quick, and then we're gonna get into uh, Pumpkinhead. Uh, so, oh, uh, we didn't do a commercial for the clown episode. Okay. Uh, so I want to do a commercial real quick, real quick for the clown episode, and I just want to say our sponsor for the clown. Uh, sh- episode is uh phillyslutstrippers.com phillyslutstrippers.com they got all the male strippers you need for your bachelorette party first day at work 
or uh, that traffic ticket that you paid off party. I have no idea. I mean, any occasion. you Any can go occasion will do. PhillySlutStrippers.com. They got clown strippers. They got dog strippers. They got police officer strippers. Although those are actually really not appropriate now. I was going to say that's pretty now offensive too because they're boys in blue. It's fucked up. And all lives matter. Oh, that's so gross. I can't believe you just said that. Anyway, um, they have, uh, what other oh, strippers, need to get what, what other strippers did they have on the, on the website? Um, anyway, phillyslashstrippers.com, it's $20 an hour. Tips much appreciated. You actually, it's, if you don't tip your stripper, that's like really fucked up. Yeah, right I thought away. they like work just on tips. No, it's also $20 an hour. Um, oh and then it's plus tips. And, uh, yeah, so get in touch with uh, phillysletstrippers.com. There's no phone number. It's, uh, the email is um, phillysluts at phillysletstrippers.com. That's the email. And get in touch with them today, like I said, for your bat mitzvah, your, uh, you know, uh, first day at work, whatever, whatever you want for your, uh, you want a Philly slut to show up to strip for you, go to phillysletstrippers.com. So that's my commercial for the clown episode. Um, Maureen, did you have that a great job? Great. Did you have a jingle that you wanted to do for Philly slut strippers? Cause you're really good at that. Philly slut strippers, they're sluts in the butt, sluts. In the butt, slut stripper, slut in the butt. They take it, slut in the butt, in the butt. There you go. <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's also by the, for the record. They don't actually take it in the butt. That's extra, and we're that's, not yeah, supposed to disclose that. We're not supposed yeah, to disclose that. To be negotiated uh, behind closed doors. Oh, it says here I'm supposed to. Fuck, I didn't write it down though. Um, read, I'm supposed to read, are you still there, Maureen? Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm like going over all over my phone now. Um. You're, you're doing what to your phone? What are you doing? I'm, go- are I'm you going all over it. Are you, are you researching things? Philly slut slip strippers go all over your phone. They'll go on your phone. That was awful. Go on your phone. The Philly slut strippers, they go on your phone. They go on your phone? <laughs> um, Why? Why? You know, it says to, like, read April's tweet. So April is actually going to be our, my uh, friend um, April Aguilar is going to be our special guest on the next episode. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I don't know what their tweet was because it, this was, like, over two weeks ago. And I should have just, like, saved it. But I do have a review because I said I would read any reviews in the last episode if you reviewed two hosts from Delco. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I want to say, um, this is a review from April and April reviewed her podcast. She said that I find that politics will eke its way into its conversation, regardless of the intent. I like your podcast because it's tongue in cheek snark, but there's also an undercurrent of interesting ideas that made me think about things in a serious way. It's a way to talk about seemingly ridiculous things in a legitimate way, if that makes sense. Aww. Yeah. 
Really? That's so nice. Yeah, I I just want to say to that, his, like, that's a review. My heart. my heart just got a little softer. Um, so we also had a review on iTunes of our show recently. Yeah, uh, let me see. If, Fuck that. Let me see if I can get to it. Okay, here it is now. Uh, the the title of the review is called uh, "From Ho to Ho." First time reviewer, long time listener. Two hoes from Delco is comedic genius. It's pure Delco gold, if there ever was any. <laughs> I can't even eat it. Wa- I can't even eat a Wawa hoagie without coughing up my prosciutto. Listening to these two hoes over my lunch break from laughing. I'm here to say I've survived tuning in. I recommend this show to all my friends from Delco or elsewhere, even as this show brings out the Delco in all of us, which is trash. Uh, that's so great. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that was a review we got on, on iTunes. And I just want to, like, stop and just thank April and this other hoe on iTunes for reviewing our podcast. I really appreciate your review and we love you. And you do, even if you listen on iTunes, we still love you. Yeah, even if you listen on iTunes, we still love you. And uh, we just want to encourage everyone else to like keep writing in, keep writing in those reviews, and we'll read them over the podcast. Um, so ho to ho, here's to you, ho to ho. Aw, I love it. Make it clap. Okay. Yeah, extra clap. You got the so, extra clap in. You got to get that, that extra clap. That was a callback. That was a callback to the previous episode. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention clowns and Supernatural. So uh, it's important to mention how much I love clowns and that you should watch the television show Supernatural. And uh, there's so many clown episodes. And also Sam, ew. the brothers are... Ew. What? I just said ew. You should just apologize for the whole episode, but... Well, uh, there's two, the brothers, Sam and Dean, uh, have, uh, they, they fight supernatural creatures and that's the whole point of the show. In any case, uh, Sam is afraid of clowns. So clowns come up quite often on that show. So I just wanted to point that out. I love you, Sam and Dean. I love you, Sam and Dean. Hashtag SPN family. I love you. I love my SPN family. I love you. Okay. So. Wow. I really love them. Uh, yeah, I do. It's a strong bond. I don't know if I've... Oh, my kitten's trying to steal a Skittle. Oh, oh my God. Do you have your foster kittens with you? Yeah, just the one still. Which um, one? Little Dumb. We call him Little Dumb because he's dumb. He's the one that got his little leg stuck in a cage and it, he got nerve damage and, like, the entire leg was, like, swollen and he couldn't move it. No one's going to want him now. Listen, so me and Carl took him in, and he's been, like, playing with, like, my cat's little Ether and Dr. Gonzo. He loves the dog. We fucking love him. He's so sweet. And, like, because it was nerve damage, like, and he was so little, believe it or not, it fucking fixed itself. And, like, we didn't know if it was going to, and, like, the doctors were, like, were, like, well, we've seen it, like, get better before. And, like, our practice manager was, like, we've seen it get better. So, um, yeah, at one point, he starts, like, move his elbow, and then he, like, just wasn't using the tip of his paw, and then... Um, one day, like, a week ago, he just, like, suddenly put his foot down and started using it, and now he's, like, fucking normal. <gasps> Yay! I know! So cute. He's, like, amazing. And we can't afford another cat right now. Like, 
have a diabetic cat and I have like an elderly dog and then another cat and we live in a one room or one bedroom apartment. So, um, but we're in love with this kitten and, um, Carl's brother is going to adopt him. So we're very happy to do it. So you have a a family. Yay. Yeah. That's great. I'm super excited. Yep. Oh, that's a Halloween miracle. It's a it ha- is a Halloween, Halloween miracle if I ever heard one. Happy story. Uh, the other thing. Halloween. Wow, uh, that was so racist. Oh, man. I'm an asshole. What? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, okay. Uh, I wanted to see, I wanted to see from the last episode, we should get in touch with Clappy to see if he'll strip at Mama's cheesesteaks. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. I mean, could I would, you imagine I would that. the pictures with all the sad clown paintings and like lappy strippers? Are there though? I haven't been there. Like, you live near there, don't you? Relatively. You're gonna have but, to check out the location. Go get some cheesesteaks. Go check it out. Yeah, they do have buying cheesesteaks. I'll have to. Um, well, let me know, and I'll get. I'll get Clappy. I'll hire him again. Only it's only twenty bucks an hour. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that. Um, and I only tip like 20%. So like, it's like eight bucks. So Mm. it's fine. Uh, also the other stupid thing from my Delco reclaps, reclaps, sorry. (laughs) I'm thinking, I'm just, all I'm thinking about is clappy now. (laughs) Um, is I kept on calling the clown and it, um, like I was calling the clown and it, it, but the clown's name and Stephen King's it is Pennywise, which, mm-hmm. I mean, I know that, I just don't know why I didn't just say that, but I know that, and, uh, yeah, so Pennywise the Clown, that's the other clown we wanted to talk about, we talked about Bozo, we talked about Krusty, yeah. we talked about Clowns from Outer Space, I had more than enough of clowns, we talked about the Perot, the, the sad clown, we talked about Gritty, uh, who else, we, we talked about so many clowns, and we, uh, Pennywise, that's a clown, and that's the clown name I meant to say. Uh, Blackface. Uh, All right. <laughs> so let's get into Pumpkinhead, okay? We have like 15 minutes. Um, Pumpkinhead is a character. Tell the, tell the story. Tell the story. Uh, well, the reason why we need Pumpkinhead to talk first. about Pumpkinhead is because today is October 31st, and the whole month of October, for at least the past four years myself as a comic artist, um, people do, comic artists do, uh, Inktober. Have you heard of this? No. So people who draw comics do this thing called Inktober and it's like a challenge to do an ink drawing a day. And yeah. And there's like, also like, sometimes there's like lists. You could be like, draw something sad today. There's like a list or like something about Uh, clocks. Yeah. And you like draw, you ink something about clocks or whatever, whatever the fuck. So, but, in, but the, to me, I mean, I'm just not going to follow the rules at all because that's fucking not cool. That's totally How does one become a part square. Of you just do it. You don't have to become a part of it. You just do it. And then you just like hashtag it on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Oh, you gotcha. just, yeah. You just do it. That's you don't thing. have to be invited. Okay. It's just like an inktober challenge. Like for someone right, like right. you, for instance, who can draw and you don't draw enough, like you, I mean, you, I would be, I would like that. I need to, if I have subject matter. Yeah, exactly. I've been to draw a long time. It's like. That's exactly what it's whatever. for. I hate the ADD thing, but it's probably related to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Cause it's like, uh, drawing comics, like even for myself, it's like a fucking pain in the ass to sit down and do it. 
and also it is like an hours and hours of long task. It's not like something you can do really quickly. But in any case, like, uh, so my Inktober challenge that I've been doing for the past like four or five years is called Happy National Pumpkinhead Appreciation Day Month. Um, and basically it's, I, what I do is I pen comics I ink comics all month long that are in tribute to a character that Maureen and I made up in high school called Pumpkinhead. And I did, this year was like pretty impressive. I got like, I did like one a week. And yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. And then also though, I also didn't technically ink all of them. I Two were pen and ink and another one was on my doodle pad. Uh, the, doodle pad. Actually, like three of them are on my doodle pad. The doodle pad doodle is just. Pad. It's doodle actually pad. not that easy. It's kind of annoying, but it's still like takes a lot less time than sitting down and penciling and then inking and then scanning and all that shit. Uh, so is this an electronic game? Yeah. App? It's like a pad. It's like a pad. It's like I have a Hunyan. I have the cheapest one you could get. Like it was like you're a pad. It was like twenty bucks or some shit. Um, it's called a Hunyan something. Uh, but it's stupid. But it's fine anyway. Uh, I don't have like a nice doodle pad, like because a lot of people who even draw comics today don't even use pen and ink at all. They actually literally uh, are drawing on these pads. Wow. And yeah, they do it. They do it all digital. And, but they have like high tech, like really good ones. Um, yeah. But in any case, uh, Pumpkinhead, uh, I want to like end Happy National Pumpkinhead Appreciation Day month with this podcast and talk about Pumpkinhead with you. And I'm not sure, how should we go about this? Do you want to tell the origin story or? I mean, my, I'll tell my memory of it. We were okay. walking, it was okay. October, I mean, yeah. and um, we were walking outside. We were, I think, walking to like the Eagle Diner, if I remember correctly. Empire. And uh, Empire Diner, I don't know where I got Eagle. We were walking to the Empire Diner. And I know it we're walking was like from misty, it. that like misty kind of like rain and it was cold. Yeah. And we were like, I guess we started like just like singing just because like we, it was like shitty weather and we were trying to walk fast. And yeah. like, you, I feel like you made up the song. Mm-hmm. Like, you were like, it's dunking head. He's pissing on your head. Like, it was, it was just, it just happened. The song just happened. And that's not pee. That's not pee. It's gasoline. It's pee gasoline on your head. And, mm-hmm. and from that time on, that's when Pumpkinhead was born. And to this day, he stands behind us as a protector who urinates gasoline onto our enemies and sets them ablaze. And, well, I actually want to tell the story myself because I think uh, I remember it better than you. Um, All right. Because, so, we were walking home from the diner. We had just, like, Maureen and I, in high school, we would go to diners all the time because we smoked cigarettes and we were teenagers and we didn't really have any. And you could drink coffee and stay there late. Yeah, and you could, like, we would just drink coffee and chain smoke. And then we would, like, leave. Um, And obviously, we weren't drinking alcohol, even. Yeah. So, in any case, we were walking home from the Empire Diner. And I was telling you it was Halloween season. So, yeah, it was October. And I was telling you about this, like, really funny horror movie that I had just seen called Pumpkinhead. 
And Pumpkinhead is this horror movie. I think it's like 1987 or 1988. Um, and it basically the Pumpkinhead horror movie series, I think there's only two there might be more than i've only seen part one and part two but it's it uses like it, you know how like halloween with michael myers uses like a suburban america as the backdrop of of like the horror story um and uh but Pumpkinhead uses like back country as like the backdrop so it's like white trash horror story uh -huh. And um, in any case, again, we were walking home and I was explaining all this stuff to you and why I thought Pumpkinhead was so hilarious and I loved it. And then I was like telling you, I was like, they even had this like stupid Pumpkinhead song. And the Pumpkinhead movies are really campy. They're like just they're campy and they're just like the acting is horrible. Everything's really bad about it, which is yeah. why well, it's people love them. It's a cult classic. It is. It's a cult classic. It's what makes it horror comedy gold. And so I just started singing the Pumpkinhead song to you, but I was making it up, making up the lyrics as I was going along and it was raining outside. So I told you, I said, it was like, it went like this. And I was like, it's, right. ra it's yeah. raining outside. It's raining outside. That's not rain. That's not rain. It's pumpkin head. He's peeing gasoline on your head. Ah! You're dead. And we were dying laughing because I literally um, just made up a character that pees gasoline on people's heads and lights them on fire. And we just yeah. like, we were dying. We were like walking up the block. Just Ridiculous. Cracking up laughing. And that was like and our little. both of our only children were born. Both of our, our only child was born. Our only child was born that day. Our, that night, I should say. That misty, rainy October night. And, uh, but then I would, I want to give credit where credit's due because Maureen's the one, you're the one who turned it into a comic. I did draw the comic. Yeah. So then Maureen and I Never. drew comics in high school back and forth with each other. And, uh, of course, Maureen had to immortalize Pumpkinhead. And when I saw him come to life in comic form, that's when I was like, this is an actual character. This is like, You're so... Perfect. He's so hilarious, yeah. So from then on, uh, he was a continuous character that we drew back and forth to each other, and we would just have him light on fire everything we hated. Like, I mean, uh, we had him light the school on fire. I remember when Kim stole her three o'clock book, so... She was burned. The comic book, Maureen and I had a composition notebook that would pass back and forth. And the reason why we had a composition notebook was because the only notebooks you were allowed to have in school, at, we went to an all-girls Catholic school, was a composition notebook. So we figured if we just had our notes in this one comic, this one composition notebook, we wouldn't get caught, like, and drawing. And you don't get caught passing it. Like, you can pass a book easier than you can just pass, like, a note yeah. in school. If you got caught passing a note in school, like, you were, like, done. It would, it, like, you know, they would take yeah, the Yeah, and it was, like, there was, like, and... public humiliation involved, I feel like. That, oh, Catholic school is all about public humiliation. They would have made mm -hmm. you, like, read the note or whatever. Uh, yeah. so we, we had this composition notebook and it worked. We actually never got caught and, but, uh, Kim actually stole the book once from us. And one of the reasons I was actually really nervous was because of all the pumpkin head jokes because it was post Columbine, like Columbine had just happened. And I read that 
they had like these notebooks where they joked about lighting the school on fire and I was like, Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was like, if they find this, Marine and I are expelled. Like because the I didn't even think about that. Oh that's totally that's think about it. Real that's why I was so mad at Kim. That's why I was like you like because you scared me thinking I was gonna get expelled because I didn't know where the book was and I was like really upset. And that's why I was upset because I was like, if they found the book Marine and I would probably get expelled because that's how serious uh, everyone took it at that point yeah. in time. It's kind of ridiculous with all the school shootings today. Uh, the way people are like, you know, I, I, you know, I don't even know what we can do about it. But Columbine was the start of all of that. And if our school got a whiff of anyone uh, threatening the school in any way after Columbine, they took yeah. that shit really seriously and mm-hmm. you would have gotten expelled. And, I mean, actually interesting, um, one of the teachers, um, because I read this book on Columbine, I I think it was Eric's teacher, because he wrote, like, a paper that was, like, something, like, really violent about, like, you know, lighting a school on fire, shooting people. Like, I think it was, like, an English paper that was, like, fantasy-based, and this teacher, it actually did really freak the teacher out. But the school ended up not expelling him over it. Um, But so I'm just saying, like, people started to take this shit really seriously. Yeah, way more seriously. And you should. You should take it really serious. In any case. Don't take it seriously with us because we're not going to light anything on fire. No. You and I wouldn't. But if you were to look at our comics. It's a beautiful diary of a friendship of two young ladies growing into old bitchy women. We have very dark sense of humor, you and I. And. I also want to say that one thing we attributed to that was like being um, raised in Catholic school made us like um, yeah. have darker sense of humors because yeah. Catholicism is a really dark fucking religion. And it is. It, it, <laughs> it really is. And I always felt that that attributed to my dark sense of humor. But yeah. um, so, I mean, but we had him do all sorts of inappropriate things like even now so when i dedicate a month to draw him um like and i'm doing things like i'm pissing gasoline on people and lighting them on fire like i have to say now at the age of 37 that i'm actually like uh this is like fucked up in real life this is fucked up you're actually wanting to light them on fire in real life now that you're 37 no i get it totally i'm not saying that i'm saying like (laughs) I'm saying this is like somebody could look at this imagery and it's like actually really disturbing an imagery and could like really fuck up their day. And um, before, like when you're younger, you just like don't even think about things like that. No, you, you just, don't care. You don't care. And and also there's like, uh, yeah, it's like a maturity kind of level thing. And I feel, but the thing is, I also feel I, I don't want to disconnect from my teenage self. And Pumpkinhead yeah. has become, like, this, like, lifeline to my teenage self creatively. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I have this month where I dedicate to this character where it's like, no, Beth, you aren't 37. You actually, you are 17 years old again. And this is a character that you've kept alive since you were 17. And mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a lifeline to that creative energy. Because otherwise, I mean, I have no idea what it's like to be a 17-year-old kid. 
you know. I told you that I had a dream when I was like 25 that the three o'clock book was a time machine. Uh-huh. Which, you know, I mean, you get it, like, it's the connection to yeah. that time. It's like, and it was like, it like goes, we've been doing that the whole time, you know? been there all the time it's one of the reasons i stay connected to it like i was like i wrote that article a couple weeks ago on the art blog where i was like oh uh no creativity is not innate in adulthood and it's innate in your childhood and if you want to stay creative as an adult you have to stay connected you have to work hard and stay connected to your childhood self and easy to get stale yeah, otherwise, like, I mean, as an adult, there's just so, so much that forces you to not be creative in reality in your everyday life, like, uh-huh. it, that makes you lose your imagination, that you just, if you uh, completely adult, you're gonna, you know, lose it. Yeah, that's very true. Um, this month, like, I had Pumpkinhead piss on Trump and light him on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay! And there was even things like I felt bad about with that because I told you I'm not into body shaming, and a lot of the caricatures of Donald Trump are about body shaming him. Yeah. And I, I actually wasn't going to go that route, but I just couldn't help myself because the fact that um, Stormy Daniels described his penis looking like Toad from Mario Kart, I, yeah. I had to draw Toad. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's, it's funny. He's- at this point, it's like historical accuracy, I feel like. Um, I want to remember years from now that that happened on Twitter one day, that there was all yeah. these pictures of Toad on Twitter and everyone was saying it was Donald Trump's penis, and I just want to remember that. I think that's great. Um, but I think that's noble. He, as a matter of fact. Everyone that I, before, I feel like I would burn people that I just hated like, I would use Pumpkinhead to piss at, on people and light them on fire that I just hated in high school that I just didn't like. Yeah. And, and I didn't like the school, and I didn't like our people. Like, who did we, like, someone, like... I don't know, teachers. It was always teachers in the school. and like, Also, guns. he was more, I feel like, amoral in high school than he is now. Like, now he's more of a hero. But in high school, oh, yeah. you, you had him pee... On people, it, like, made no sense. Like, it would be, like, which I actually kind of like. I like when Pumpkinhead just, like... Oh, yeah, totally. Pumpkinhead, like, really does piss with a band He's, like, the honey doctor. Pumpkinhead really does not give a shit. Well, um... He doesn't care. And it's, like, I could just be, like, oh, whatever. Like, you're, like, I didn't like what you said. And he'd be, like... You did a WB comic special called Pumpkinhead in Charge, and you had him light the kid on fire that was on the show with him. Yeah, yeah, I sure did. That was like a racist cartoon. Well, I don't think it was racist. Um, It was just a depiction, an honest depiction of a of um, the WB channel from the nineties. If anything, it was pointing out, like I felt your comic was pointing out the fact that what's racist is that our television was segregated in our childhood. Well, that is it's extremely ridiculous. Yeah. No, I mean, I well, think, that's I why think, you yes, drew the it. Ridiculousness of that, absolutely. Yeah, that's why you and drew it. In a certain girl. way, yes. You were call- you were pointing out the racism. That doesn't make it racist. That makes it satire, in my opinion. 
And it is, and it's like, people are like, it's so confusing. Like, yeah, but like, you just have to talk about it. That's the point. And like, if you don't want to talk about it, like, I don't know, then like, ask somebody and they'll tell you. Like, what the fuck? Just don't be a dick. Talking about racism is very not easy for a lot of people. And especially, I mean, trying to do satire is extremely um, difficult. I think the fact that, for instance, these comics that we were drawing in high school were just between you and I. Like, yeah, I understand. You know your audience. I know you, and I understand immediately that you're doing satire about the fact that we have mm-hmm. white television and we have yeah. black television. Like, why is our television channel, why are television mm-hmm. channels separate? Like, what is that? Um, and, you know, uh, not that I feel like it was, it's great in a way where it's needed because there was no representation of black culture on television before like the WB or the BET channel or anything like that. And also um, black culture is not white culture. It is different. So there's like a depiction in that sort of way, but something like family matters was like, or like the Cosby show, they were like white families that were black people. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. Um, In any case, uh, you had pumpkin head light that on fire and it was fucked up. Yeah, he was trying to learn Spanish. Here, and he would, I mean, he really just doesn't, he, I guess, yeah, you're right. It was like, you know how God in the Old Testament was like fucking smiting everybody? Yeah. And now he's cool? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like that, like the Old Testament. Pumpkinhead was like really just with P, like, I mean, he just got upset because he used the wrong form of Ustedes. Whenever I set up right. to do it, exactly. So that's why he peed on him. We didn't talk about why. It was because he was doing so bad at his Spanish homework. Yeah. Pumpkinhead also, his shit and pissed, and pissed on him and lit him on fire. And that's just what Pumpkinhead used to do back in the day. But now he's changed. Because you don't say, Como estas usted to your friend. No, you don't. You say, Como estas. Exactly. You say, Como estas to somebody you don't think is your fucking friend. And that's why he got lit on fire. It's offensive. Exactly. Well, you would say it to your teacher or somebody that you don't know, but if you're familiar with the person. It is I don't funny. Know, whatever. I don't there's speak Spanish. Pumpkinhead so is attributed. I don't fucking know. Pumpkinhead is a staple of like the moral, moral dilemma for you and I, honestly. If we're going to like really uh, dissect this character. Whenever I sit down to draw Pumpkinhead, I'm thinking, how amoral is Pumpkinhead going to be? What's his decision on lighting somebody on fire in this comic? With doing, like, political people, it's very easy. Like, he's lighting them on fire because they're an asshole. But, like, I had him light on fire, like, last year I did a comic where these people were jogging. And they were just joggers. And he lit them on fire. And honestly, my moral uh, point to that was that I I don't like jogging. I think jogging is stupid. And that's basically, they deserve to burn. You know what, though, for me, I have to say it's not as much. Of, I, I have them light people on fire because it's funny to me. Because it's, it's it's funny to me. You know what I mean? Like, so it doesn't I matter. I just drew a comic where he lit Eve on fire uh-huh. for committing original sin and making women have their period in PMS. Yeah, but so I that, mean, are you kidding? That's like the moral uh, dilemma of the times. Yeah. That you made him piss on her for. But it's also funny. It is also. Of Commit. course it's funny. But like you. It's extremely you, satisfying. You set up a moral uh, of the story. That is true. And also like my morals are like pissing on everybody else's morals a little bit. Um, 
I'll tell you what. Can you do. remember like who we peed on in high school? Like, I mean, I'm trying. I, mean, I don't know. The you school, the uh, we had him. Remember, um, we had him randomly piss on chairs and light them on fire. Um, yeah, because the chairs were attacking. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was like <laughs> what? Who knows how we did a chairs are attacking us comic based off whatever giddy nicotine induced um, hell we were in in eighth period and we started thinking the chairs were attacking us. Yeah, we, it's we like Catholic school is just like somewhere to put your kids sometimes. Um, I seriously, I feel like I had pumpkin head piss on my brother's girlfriends that I didn't like. You probably did. I, I mean, I would have him piss on anybody. Like, I think it can be, um, I think it is also a compliment to have pumpkin head piss on you. Oh, you used to have pumpkin head piss on the motivational Jesus posters. Yeah. <laughs> like that one that was like, that's beautiful. And then it says, I know I made that. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, he did. We had him piss he on did. our teachers because obviously we like didn't like our teachers. Bat- his pee baptized someone once. Don't you remember? He what? His pee like baptized someone once in one of my comments. Oh, it was you. Oh, was it? Yeah, I was. Because <laughs> I looked so miserable on the pictures. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, he peed on me. Yeah, but he didn't light you on fire. He just burned. No, I you. just, well, I don't burn. I'm like kind of like the mother of dragons. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like that. Actually, same exact principle. Uh, one comic on, of Pumpkin I drew for you in college, because you and I actually, for a brief time, mailed uh, the book back and forth to each other in college and drew co- comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drew him uh, as an arson for hire. And actually, that's a really fucked up one because he has no uh, moral uh, ground at all because he's an arson for hire. And he just, like, lights things on fires that uh, that an arsonist would want to happen. Like, so he was, like, lighting churches on fire. Uh, It was, like, all, like, really bad shit. And I pretty much think I was making a point about capitalism, like, uh, that it just devoids you of any choice, freedom of choice, or yeah. or moral bias yeah. at, or at all, because you're, yeah, you're getting yeah. paid. That's pretty deep. Yeah. Well, I was in college. I was thinking about that. I was really deep in college. Yeah, I was, like, drinking a lot. You know what's funny? I was, I mean, I drank in college. I didn't drink a lot, though. Oh, God, I did. That's all I did. I mean, I went to school, but I, when I was not in school, I was always drinking. How did you graduate? You graduated cum laude or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah, I I did really great in school. School How the fuck did you do that? For me, I was just good at school. I was good at taking tests, memorizing, and I'm a hard worker. I'm a really hard worker. But you, you were wasted the whole time. Um, almost every night. You were wasted almost every night, and you were still able to get, like, to graduate with, like, a 4.5? What, mm-hmm. what the fuck do you have to graduate to get that? 4.5? Well, no, 4.0 is the highest you can get. I had, like, a 3.7 or something. See, or I'm so... I don't know. I didn't really drink, and I'm so fucking dumb. I'm like, what did you get, like, a 4.5? <laughs> right? I'm not good at school, obviously. Because I, I was focused on, you know what I mean? That's what I did. Like, I school, did school and I partied. Like, I always w- was held to a very high standard by my parents. 
academically. So I'm just like, saying, I don't know how you an option. I don't know how you I was allowed did. to go out and party like that in my head because I was working so hard at school. So that's how I justified it. Wow. Like, as long as I was doing good in school and making it happen, I could do, like, whatever else I wanted. Wow. And that was okay. See, I just wouldn't have been able to literally do both. Yeah, well, everybody's different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. Ugh, I felt like shit all the time. Wow. Anyway, uh, I don't I don't know what else to talk about with, about Pumpkinhead. Yeah, well, and I'm not out. <laughs> he pees um, gasoline. and on your head. Happy he, Halloween. He's a stick figure, too. That was the other thing was the... He was like the antithesis of a good drawing because oh, yeah. it was, it's very, he's very nihilistic. Like he's just a stick mm-hmm. figure and he's got a jack-o'-lantern, like a shitty drawn jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. That's always like gleeful, happy. Sometimes I do his, he always looks gleeful. Sometimes I do his eyes that they look mean or angry sometimes, mm. but you know, mine my pumpkin head eyes always are like as gleeful as I can possibly make them. Uh, last year, I also I drew a comic where Pumpkin Head uh, pissed on an entire gun show and lit it on fire. That was that was good of Pumpkin Head. Yeah. Um, I am not an anti-gun person, by the way. Yeah. But like my political. Yeah. Well, um, I. I'm I am because I think too many wealthy people make money off of it. I mean, I get that um, if you make guns illegal, like the people who are that people, it'll just open up a black market, which I get, mm-hmm. you know, um, but like, so what is the problem with the restrictions? Wait, that, that's why I don't get either. That like with these fucking crazy people can get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and like collect them and like put them on the internet chip. Yeah, yeah, and and also I think like maybe there should be like a gun limit. Like, hey, how about automatic mm. weapons shouldn't be like given to anyone? Oh, is your phone gonna die? Yeah, I'm eating. I'm gonna. Like maybe like we shouldn't give automatic weapons to fucking people. You know. Well, here's my thing. You maybe we shouldn't have bullets be able to be delivered in the mail. Like, I, I mean, that was the other thing with the Columbine shootings. Um, they got a lot of the guns and shit through the mail. Through the mail, yeah, I think I knew that. They, like, got um, the actual my, guns at a gun fair, but then they got, like, the bullets and everything through the mail. My, like, most obvious thing is, um, like, I feel like you should have to go through some sort of a training in order to be able to buy a gun, just as, like, you wouldn't, like, be like, good luck there, Junior, and, like, just put him in a car and let him drive, like... He has to go through a training course mm-hmm. for safety yeah. because it, like, because a car can be a lethal weapon, yeah. and I really don't think it's too much to well, ask and something like that for guns. Well, what's the psychological test for getting a gun? Is there one? I I don't know. I guess every state is probably different, and like it, you know what I mean. It, I remember they do a background check, but I don't know. I have no clue. I remember I'm actually not, it's my like finger is not on the pulse of the gun issue. I don't know. Did you just step on a cat? <laughs> no, that was the squeaky door again. Oh, that's a good squeaky door. Um, yeah. Don't buy guns! <laughs> uh, 
Um, no, I was going to say, uh, I remember when you and I applied for a job at Kohl's department store. You applied too? Yeah, I was with you when you applied. I didn't really want a job, but I was just with you, so I took the test. But they gave you a psychological test. Yes, they did. Yeah. I'm like a really impressionable worker, I think. I always do well in this. Yeah. And so so they gave us a psychological test, and uh, I failed the test. Yeah. And you passed it. I'm a super compliant fucking people pleaser. That's yeah. why I did good in school. So I was kind of like because I had to let the stress out somehow. Well, okay, fine. You're you're a people pleasing person. You knew how to answer all the questions on the test, but I did not, and I failed. But why? There should be a test like that for guns, because like for instance, oh my god, yeah. One reason I don't have a gun is I don't think I should have a gun. I, I like, don't trust myself with, with it at all. I mean, I have knives and shit like that, and it makes me nervous. I'm like... Really? Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't really think I should have this knife, because I can get really fucking angry sometimes. I mean, I mean, I live in a building with, like, potentially lethal drugs, so... Oh, yeah, good point. You do. I mean, euthanasia solution. Yeah. Carl better watch out. Oh, I was thinking more of, like, myself. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. I really don't stuff to other people. Like, I'll hurt myself before I would hurt somebody else if I, like, lost my shit. Uh, I think people should be allowed to buy guns to kill themselves. You what? I think people should be allowed to buy guns to kill themselves. I think people should be allowed to buy painless drugs to kill themselves. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. And by the way, uh, I think now's a good time to... Uh, mentioned the suicide hotline suicide hotline and i'm not kidding uh and also by the way i learned this recently the suicide hotline does uh texting now too so uh this, the suicide hotline is um 1-800-273-8255 don't kill yourself because because anthony bourdain did don't do that yeah, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah, it is. But, uh, you know, let's say, by the way, well, this is telling me, this website sa- says you could chat online if you want. But there was like another podcast that I listened to who frequently talk about suicide and they were like, they had that phone number for texting and I don't have it. In any case, well, that's cool though. Call that number, but... Uh, I do think, though, like, going out with, I mean, going out with a gun, uh, I would say, like, what if uh, you had cancer that was, like, terminal or, like, you just don't want to die of old age, like, and you're really old already and you're, like, I don't want to go to a nursing home. I don't know. Well, I don't think shooting yourself is, like, super reliable. Really? It isn't? I thought it was, like... You know, like no, what? You could end up just fucking brain damage. Ah, well, that's kind of the same wrong, thing. Blow your face off and still live. Ugh. Yeah, but then you'll be brain damaged. So you'll be in a coma or some shit. I don't know. You could be like trapped in your fucking body. Who knows? Could be so much worse. We can't go down this suicide spiral because, trust me, I've I've definitely thought of every different way to kill myself if I wanted to, and it's why I ended up going to therapy. Yeah, I don't really. There's not a way that I feel like I could tolerate, and that's a large part of why 
how's I your, wouldn't do that. How's your PMS going? Oh, my God. Awful. Yeah, me too, man. Oh, my God. Uh, ripping me apart, man. Yeah. My back is fucking killing me. I got mine early No, again. for, like, two weeks. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, I wish Pumpkinhead would come and piss on my fucking ovaries and light them on fire. Do I? He needs to piss on fucking the original sinner, Eve. Rip, rip his little stick arm up, up my vagina, tear the uterus out with the ovaries attached, piss on them. Ew. Light them on fire and then, like, step on them with his foot and get my eggs all over his feet. Kalima, Kalima. Do you know what I'm talking about? Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Temple of Doom. Cla- mm-hmm. Classic. Mm-hmm. It don't make me think of it except with your uterus. <laughs> wow, Kalima. that's that. See, this is we just drew. Kalima. We just drew another pumpkin head comic right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Thank god we recorded it. I'm gonna have to uh script this out and draw it later, even though you are. in about an hour and a half officially national happy national pumpkin and appreciation day month will be over. Yeah, that was bad. <sighs> Alright, uh Marine, I really do have to let you go. Alright, well peace out then. Um our next topic oh so April we're still deciding because I feel like whoever we invite we should probably be like let them pick what topic they want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, to be announced, what we're going to talk about next time, because I'm going over that. Did, you just hung up. You can't hang up on me. You have to officially say bye to me. Oh, my God. You fucking rude ass hoe. Anyway. Yo, what the fuck? I don't know. Because the phone is against my face. So All right. It's so. Like, like, I pressed the button. To say oh. goodbye, to say goodbye um, to this Halloween podcast for today, I would actually, I would like you to go up to the creaky door and open and close it, but then also over over that, do your impression of a creaky door saying goodbye. Um, can you do that again? Because actually the creaky door was like in the background. You need in your voice. Yeah, your voice was too much in the forefront. Okay, so do it again with like the phone up against the creaky door with you saying goodbye. (laughs) All right, hold on, hold on. That really wasn't that good. I'm going to have to do my creaky door. Goodbye. Hold on a second. Your creaky door. Goodbye. Hold on. I got to I gotta go over here. She's got to do her creaky door. Goodbye. Okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm always fucking ready. Good. Oh, man. It's not doing it. Good. No, it's not good. Oh, that's not good. Well. They're not doing it. Shit. Can you hear me? My bathroom door sounds like a fart. Oh, go to your bathroom door. I can't. Carl's asleep in there. He's got work super early. It's got to be like 4.30. All right. Next time you got to do your bathroom door is a fart. 
Yeah, I will when we do this during the day. All right, baby. I'll talk to you later. Love you. I hope Pumpkinhead pisses Love on your you. grave. I hope, hope Pumpkinhead pisses on you, puts you in your grave, and then pisses on your grave. So. And lights it on fire. Oh, sorry. I'm I feel like away. I'll be expected. Hi, Beth here. Technically, Samhain isn't over yet. We still still have um, the evening to go. It's November 1st, uh, the day after, and I was just about to upload this episode, and I realized we kind of missed a couple things. Like, I don't know where you can actually read Pumpkinhead comics, so basically if you Google search the 3 o'clock book Pumpkinhead, you're going to find Pumpkinhead comics. Or if you search Happy National Pumpkinhead Appreciation Day Month, if you feel like typing all that out, you're going to find Pumpkinhead comics. Um, there are spaces in there. I don't want to really get into spelling out these uh, this many words this early in the morning with only a cup and a quarter of coffee, so I'm just going to let you go at it, go read some Pumpkinhead comics, and enjoy yourself. Enjoy the rest of the Samhain celebrations today. And uh, I also was like, you know, Marie and I awkwardly always close out two hoes from Delco, but this time around, we really should have done it Pumpkinhead style and officially sung the Pumpkinhead song that we uh, made up for Pumpkinhead. So uh, without further ado, because that's what people do do, let me sing Pumpkinhead's creepy, creepy song for you. Ooh. It's raining outside, it's raining outside. That's not rain, that's not rain. It's pumpkin head, it's pumpkin head. He's peeing gasoline on your head. Ah! You're dead.